Hello guys, welcome to Talk Tech. My name is Femi Greater Heights and we are still in that excitement mode that Microsoft has left in our hearts and I'm speaking with respect to Windows 11 and the amazing and incredible stuff that Windows 11 is bringing to the table. But there is one important, uh, should I say, good news amongst every other good news. Windows 11 is coming at a very, very important stage of Microsoft journey in uh, the software world. And they are bringing tons of new features, um, newer user experience, a new user interface. And the best part is Windows 11 able to run Android applications. That is really important, but there are several twists to these conversations. Microsoft partnered with Amazon so Google Apps can be sideloaded into Windows 11. In simple English, it means that Windows 11 will be running Android apps. But the implementation means that uh, when you have Windows 11 and you go to the Microsoft Store, and you see a particular app that you like now if that app is not on the microsoft store if it is not native to the microsoft store if it is an android application it will be stated there now if you want to download that application you would have to go through the amazon app store that means the amazon app store is loaded into the windows 11 experience and the apps from Google or Android apps are loaded into Windows 11. A simple, let's give an example. You want an app and you click on that app to download first. You'd have to sign into your Microsoft account. Obviously, we already know the drill because it is a Microsoft store. Now, the second is you would have to sign into your Amazon app store. And this is a one-time uh, experience. Obviously, when you sign into your Windows, it keeps that experience. When you sign into the Amazon App Store, that is one time. So subsequently, you do not have to be signing in for every other apps that you want to download. Is that not all looking stressful already, having to think of signing into a Microsoft account to access the microsoft store and also signing in or signing up for an amazon app store for you to have that experience through the app store from amazon to help in that regard windows already said that is going to be a one-time thing so it is not all the time that you need an app that is when you will be signing in. Your one-time sign-in covers for all your operations subsequently. That makes sense, right? It covers for that area of stress, just in case you're thinking about that. We cannot continue this conversation without going into memory lane. Microsoft once had everything that you think a company would need. So they had the PC OS and they had Windows Phone on the hardware side, they also had Windows Phone on the software side, that is the operating system being run on that. Now, Microsoft today is going back to the hardware front by 
trying as much as possible to stick with the uh, Microsoft Surface for laptops, but I do not know how well they will do on dual screens and mobile-based devices. Are they trying to go back to their roots? They missed out on that amazing opportunity when they declared that the Windows Phone will be resting in peace in December of 2019. They had the opportunity to capitalize on this market and build their own ecosystem just the way Apple is doing, but they took the wrong turn. And look where it has gotten them today. Just imagine if they had the Windows Phone, they wouldn't have to be in this kind of partnership with Amazon or even be looking up to Google to sideload Google Apps on the Windows 11. If Windows had seen all of this coming, if they had seen into the future, they would have known that there will be a day where for a full integration into an ecosystem, you have to have a hold of your hardware front and your software front. We've seen Apple do the same thing. Apple is creating the real example of an ecosystem. Now, Huawei is trying to do the same. Samsung is trying to do the same. But let me come down to why I mentioned Windows Phone. Mac OS would allow users to run iOS. So on your Mac, you can run apps from uh, your iPhone. Google went in that same line. Google owns Android and Google owns the hardware front as well. Uh, they have the Chromebooks and they also have Google Pixel phones. The Chromebooks can run Android apps. So just like you pick up a MacBook and be excited that you are in a community where you can run your apps from your iPhone on your Mac OS. Google was also given an experience with the Chromebook having the ability to seamlessly run apps from Android. That is a selling point if you look at the value proposition of the MacBook and you look at the value proposition of the Chromebook. So you have a reason to want to buy these devices because they blend into another experience that you have. But what does Microsoft have? Microsoft has the Microsoft Surface, which is the laptop, the 21 convertible. And the main thing that they do not have, I believe yet, is the apps on the mobile front. Now, Microsoft has tried to go in that direction by having the Windows 10X, which was supposed to appeal to devices such as a convertible dual screen and all of that but they had to abort that mission and implemented those features inside of windows 10 so they baked windows 10x into windows 10 and it evolved and they worked on several features on it and it evolved as well then they made it into what will be windows 11 that we have today now, the bedrock of Windows 11, in my opinion, would be an operating system that would appeal to multiple screens or multiple functionalities of hardware. Now, is Microsoft underground giving us a hint that they will be bringing their mobile front very soon? I believe Microsoft is doing that. Now, before then, they have to give a value proposition as well to the Surface Book by telling you that if you have the Surface Book 
or if you run the Windows 11, you will be able to run the closest to you, which is the Android. This doesn't really make sense. Why go through Amazon? Because Amazon App Store has the ability to run Android apps. Why didn't they just go to Google and strike this deal with Google? Now, I told a friend that this would not make sense because that would destroy what Google intends for the Chromebooks. So it, it doesn't really make sense that Microsoft wants to go through the route, trying in quotes to destroy the Chromebooks while they give amplification to their own Surface Book and to Windows 11. But when you consider the Amazon App Store having Android apps about 500,000 compared to the millions of apps on the play store you realize that not all the apps that you require uh, on the android front would be on the amazon app store so that still pose a question of how expanded would that be in the future because it depends on what amazon brings on board that is what you find on windows 11. i think if you look at it from another angle is that we are not making Windows 11 for Android. So we shouldn't dwell on the entire conversation like Windows is just coming to help Android. Now, Windows is just adding it as an extra, not making a full implementation because that would mean like you are helping Google market Android, which they do not want. So it also makes sense that they are not going for Google and they are going for Amazon because they just want a very, very simple thing. They just want to make a statement that, oh, our operating system can also run an Android app. And maybe in the future, they will allow you to run some other apps from a different operating system as well. Now let's go back memory lane and go back to 2018 when Google announced that they will be moving from Android package uh, files, APKs, to Android app bundles. I'm still going to tell the difference between APKs and AAB. So if you have an app on Android, that app ought to be Femi.apk, right? Now, Google was telling us that it will now be Femi.aab, AAB meaning Android app bundle. But we didn't really know when that would kick off, but I saw this coming because of Huawei. Now, Huawei is building Harmony Operating System. Harmony Operating System is working based on modules, just the way Google intends to run Android based on bundles. Now, when you load an Harmony Operating System onto the hardware front, it is going to detect based on the hardware and deliver these modules. So we have one operating system that is suitable to run on TV, suitable to run on a watch, suitable to run on a smartphone, suitable to run on a microwave interface, suitable to work on multiple platforms. Now, this would be the perfect example of a software on the Internet of Things, right? Now, what is the difference between an APK and an AAB? Now, in APK, all the things that you need and you do not need is loaded to your smartphone. So when you download an app, the app does not take cognizance that 
uh, Mr. A is using a phone of 1 gig RAM. Uh, it has low processor speed, it has a lower architecture, hardware architecture, it has a low pixels per inch, and maybe a lower refresh rate. It just gives you everything that it would also give to Mr. B who has a high-end phone. So, while Mr. B is enjoying the app, I, Mr. A, I am not really enjoying the app because my features or the hardware requirement is not really enough for uh, the app. So, it is based on more like a package format. So, they just package everything and give to you. They don't really, really disintegrate it into preferences based on hardware. Now, when you look at app bundles, which is .aab, app bundles are more like a publishing format. It only gives what is right, what is optimized for your device. So at the end of the day, you get to have an app that is very small compared to the packaging format. So imagine somebody is giving you a package, obviously it's going to be big. But if I am publishing something specific to your needs, it means that I have cut down all the junks and all the extra lines of code that my device does not need and that makes that app smaller. Now, this is really incredible and it will change a lot of things. Now, Google has announced that starting from August 2021, that every new application that is coming on the Play Store would be coming on the .aab uh, extension of apps rather than .apk. Now, .apks are not going to go anywhere anytime soon. All the previous apps on Play Store would still remain, but the .aab means that developers would have to build newer apps to suit this new format. So what is the implication of all of this moving forward? We have .ipa for iPhone users. We have .apk moving to .aab for Android users and the list is endless. For Windows, we have .exe. For Mac, we have .dmg and we go on and on and on. When you go on the internet and you get .apk files, you just simply sideload it on your Android and voila, you are up and run. Now, this would really initially um, hurt uh, apps that are being cloned and it will hurt um, websites that are still having APK files. Now, that does not mean that the bundles will not exist on third-party sites. Will Amazon revert to .aab like Google? Would Google give them that license to also pull apps on their platform? These are many more questions that we'll have to be asking that at the end of the day, is all the effort of Microsoft in vain? Or Microsoft is just going to go back to the drawing board? Would they be continuing this partnership on the long run with Amazon? And will Amazon be getting more license to run Android apps on their own app store are from Google? Stick around for the next episode. My name is Femi Greater Heights.